and welcome to my little house of prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I want to open with prayer. <clears throat> Father, we come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, asking you to be with us in this time of fellowship and that we may learn from one another, Lord. And let my words not be my words, but your words, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm hoping you all had a blessed and safe New Year's holiday. I am hoping you waited and watched in prayer about this new and upcoming year. There is so much that we can cover in prayer for this new and upcoming year. I woke up this morning and began to pray. I began to weep in my prayer closet. And believe you me, the Lord and I definitely have one. I love it. This is where we go and commune together. My prayer closet is my bathroom. This morning was so powerfully intimate that the residue was still there when I had left it. To the point my sister in Christ went in after me to get dressed, she came out and said, the bathroom is yours so you can finish praying. <laughs> How powerfully sweet was this? That our prayer time together was so powerful that my sister felt the presence of it. In all of my homes that I have lived in, the lost would recognize it for what it was. They would say, a mighty prayer warrior lives here. The walls are permeated with her prayers. Believers would say that my home is very welcoming. It is a place of pure peace and love. I guess that I'm saying this to say that we should never think our prayers are not powerful. That they are not doing anything. According to Hebrews 11.1 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And I do suggest you find a prayer closet, a part of your home that you go in to pray. Where you and the Lord get together and just fellowship. My Christmas holiday was so busy that I get didn't get to wake up and just be alone with him. I wake up real early just so that he and I can be together in the silence of those hours. To me, those early morning hours are the most powerful. I still prayed, but I did not have those intimate moments I so look forward to. He is so important to me. In Him, I live, move, breathe, and have my being. Without Him, I am nothing. It was in this prayer time that He showed me what He wanted to talk about with His people. I began to work on on another message with the feeling that it was not what he wanted to talk about. This morning he wanted to talk about our love walk. So let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 through 13. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Ye know that ye were Gentiles, carried away into these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. 
Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. Diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one in the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free. And have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing. If the whole were hearing, where are the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor, to that port which lacked, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be, be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular, and God hath set some in the church first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet I show unto you a more excellent way. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, and though I speak and have not charity, 
I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profiteth me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love envies not. Love vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquities. But rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth all things. Endureth all things. Love never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, love these three but the greatest of these is love first corinthians chapter 12 and 13 are called the love chapters just like it is advised that we learn about the full armor of god and apply it to our everyday lives it is also advised that we learn about these two chapters and apply them to our everyday life if we are going to be called children of god 1 John 3.15 Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. So as you can see, we cannot hate anyone if we are to be called children of God. We have to exemplify the fruits of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22-23 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. What is the first gift of the Spirit that Paul mentions in Galatians? Love. 1 John 4, 7-10 Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us, and sent his Son to be the propitiation 
for our sins, verses 1 through 7 in 1 Corinthians, Paul is giving us a message of exhortation to encourage us to walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5, 16 through 17. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that you would. We have to put away our old way of doing things if we are to walk with Him. Hate and anger put a brick wall between us and our God. How can we hear the soft bells of love, joy, and peace if we are listening to the noisy banging of hate, anger, and heaviness? That is what the Apostle Paul is describing in these two verses. Then 7 through 10 is the different ways the Spirit of God wants to use each and every one of us. But the requirement is that our ears have to be turned to His voice, not the latter. I remember when my ears were turned to the latter. I had grown up learning to stay in unforgiveness and got even with people who injured me in some form or fashion. I was so bitter and angry at the entire world. Then I found the Lord, but I still needed deliverance from this lifestyle I had chosen. The Lord had to heal me emotionally, of emotionally charged memories so that I could begin to truly forgive. Do you see the Lord's great compassion that He had on me? He is willing to have that for every child of God. But we also have to be willing to listen and obey. He truly is the great and mighty counselor. If we allow Him to be, we set limits on how far our relationship with Him will go. And He is ever so patient and kind while we go through. I know He was for me because of all the anger and unforgiveness before I received Christ into my heart. I had a walk that was have gun will travel. I wanted people to have Christ so much so that I injured people with the Word of God. And for that, I am so very sorry. Please forgive me. Verses 1 through 21. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul describes how the Spirit decides to use each member of the body together. We are to work together, desiring the gifts of the Spirit. But this is not a horse race where everyone is jockeying for the best position. Because there is no best position, according to the Holy Spirit and the Lord. The best position is the fact that the Lord loves us enough to lead, guide, and use us to speak into someone else's life. Are you seeing the power in this like I am? I'm weeping even now at His goodness towards us. This is why I'm constantly asking you all to comment or email me. Because in reality, we all know a whole lot about nothing when it comes to the knowledge of the Lord. But together is where His knowledge can be made known. In verses 22-26 in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, Paul talks about 
how as one body we are to truly care for one another more than of ourselves. Do you want to experience the Lord's presence in your life? Then we are to prefer one another more than ourselves. This is one way to pick up your cross and follow after him. It is not always convenient to follow him. That is because he does not deal in convenience. I know a few people who are having to learn this. And we want a thermometer of whether we are truly walking with him or not. How much of ourselves are we giving to the Lord? If we are truly to represent the body of Christ, we cannot bicker with and about each other. When we bicker about one another, we are gossiping about one another. There can be no divisions in the body of Christ. You know, cliques. I only hang around my favorite people. It's okay to hang around, have favorite people. As long as we make it a point to be pleasant to those we don't necessarily agree with. Mark 3.25 And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. Amos 3.3 Can two walk together except they be agreed? Verses 27-30 of chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians Paul talks about how the Lord has made us all unique. He talks about how the Holy Spirit works in each and every one of us at different times in each of the gifts of the Spirit. That all the different gifts are special to God in creating the body of Christ. We are all living stones perfectly fitted together to form the body of Christ. Picture this. Look at the different parts of the human body externally and internally. So it is with the body of Christ. If we are to be a part of the body of Christ externally and internally, we have to allow him who created us to develop the ways he wants to use us. It is called being led by the Spirit of God. How am I supposed to be led by the Spirit of God? By praying, talking, asking, and waiting for his input. This is why we are to remain in a constant state of prayer. Verse 31. In verse 31 of chapter 12, Paul instructs all of us, But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet I show unto you a more excellent way. What are the best gifts? In chapter 13, Paul begins with hints of what the excellent gifts are. Then in verse 7 through 12, he becomes a little more point blank what the best gifts are. In verse 13, he tells you exactly what the best gifts are. Then like Jesus, he also tells us the even better gift in these three best gifts. Faith, hope, and love. The greatest is love. Jesus spoke of this in Matthew 22, 36-40. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is likened to it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Do you see that in verse 40? On these two commandments 
hang all the law and the prophets. What Jesus is saying here is that if you love yourself, would you lie to yourself? If you love yourself, would you gossip and backbite about yourself? If you love yourself, would you covet against yourself? Would you murder yourself? Would you steal from yourself? If not, then why would you do it to others? When we received Christ as our Savior, we became love slaves. We are commanded to, in John 13:34, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Matthew 7, 12, Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men should do unto you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. So, if we are to be children of God, we need to pull down our brick wall of obtrusively noisy hate, anger, and heaviness so that we and others can hear the soft bells of love, joy, and peace, so that we can sing in true harmony with one another the song that only the body of Christ can sing, the sweet song of the redeemed. So if you have not truly surrendered your life to Christ today, you want to pull down the obtrusively noisy walls of hate, anger, and heaviness, I can help you with this. It starts off with the fact that you must first acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a Savior according to the mirror of the law of the Lord. Ask Him for His forgiveness for all of your sins and call them out to Him. Thank Him for His forgiveness. Then forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against you. Then repent. Repent means change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice-making decisions. Let him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in his holy word. Ask him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you, but this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you because it is a very personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, Amen. Now, if you have made a decision to surrender your life totally to the one who not only created you, but redeemed you at Calvary's cross, I want to tell you that all of heaven and I are rejoicing with you right now. For those of you who have made this life-changing decision, and for those of you that this message has spoken to you in some way and or you may have a prayer request 
please email me at my number one little a f m p all one word at aol.com i want to pray for and with you remember i love you with the love of the lord but jesus loves you more father in jesus name i thank you for this gathering help us hide your word deep inside our heart that we might not sin against you lord and thank you for the grace and the mercy you sh you show when we stumble and fall father that you even help us get back up in jesus christ of nazareth's name amen